0: podcast is part of the Sports
1: Social Podcast Network. Warning, this podcast may contain traces of Charlie Hunter. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. Now, it looks like we're down. That's what we said last week. We decided that we were almost certainly down. Uh, it only looks like that's more the case now. And a lot of people have been saying that what Newcastle United to do need to do is just bring in the kids, uh, bring in the under-21s or whatever, give them a run-out. Well, I don't know if Rafa's going to do that, but this podcast certainly is, because Paul Doolan and Dave Watson have both, it seems, abandoned the Newcastle Natter podcast and the listeners. They've given up on it. They're not available, either of them. So I'm joined by... Ross Smith. Hello. Hi, Ross. Ross is, uh, you, you've made, what is this, your third or fourth appearance I perhaps? I so, yeah. yeah. In the spate of a I'm year. On, I'm on the fringes. You're on the fringes. You're kind of like the Rolando Arons exactly. of that Newcastle <laughs> I Natter. show potential. He's shown potential. A yeah. lot of people have been saying the Newcastle letter would be a lot better if Ross Smith was on it, but
2: he hasn't actually been given a chance to show what he can do. Yeah. I'll, I'll, go, I'll just get transferred at the end of the season. Probably. So, yeah, Doncaster drivel or something. Yeah, yeah. And you tend to be injured. <laughs> yeah. And uh,
1: Charlie Hunter is supposed to be on, but true to form, he's running late. Now, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, well, I'll, I don't know why Dave isn't on the show. The reason why Paul's not on the show today and I don't know why I started calling it a show. It's a podcast, <laughs> it's not a show. The reason why Paul's not on today is because he has to look after his dog. Right. I, went, I thought people just left dogs in houses. Yeah. That's what my mum and dad did. Yeah. Paul was always like, I have to get home to look after my dog if he leaves his dog for like three hours. <laughs> just stick it in a car, crack a window.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but it might be a very, you know, it might be a very anxious dog. You don't know. Maybe maybe the dog's
1: going through some difficult times. And, <laughs> and maybe it's just a, a very needy dog.
2: Yeah, it's worried about relegation, you know, it's not happy. It's at home yeah. thinking we've got to get 3 points. Okay,
1: well fair enough. So, let's think about football reluctantly okay i've just got a text from charlie hunter by the way he's five minutes walk away so stay tuned (laughs) for at least five minutes yeah countdown start the count have a look at where the timer is on your podcast now let's see how long it does take him to get here now ross saturday's game was against uh southampton
2: yeah away did you get a chance to watch any of it i did i did watch the uh, i watched the highlights but i've done my level best to even repress them because it was embarrassing it was, it was... Awful. it's amazing how consistently i mean
1: consistently embarrassing we are we can really just when you think it can't get any worse and we're very good at the talk in, during the week aren't we, that we really need to pull it together
2: and the training's been good. It always seems like the hope's there and then every week they just dash it straight away.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I was watching it on a stream and luckily for me, that stream was dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I was unable to see virtually any of the game. I did end up watching the highlights. I managed to see... Through through a pop up ad, I
2: was able to see the first goal live on the stream. Well, Stephen Taylor's defending probably actually looked like lagging, you know, because he was that sort of. Did you see? Yeah, I probably thought what I thought was buffering was actually just (laughs) Stephen Taylor. I mean, that was incredible. I haven't. I haven't seen that. I think I was thinking: did he? Did he think play had stopped? Because he turned like so slowly, and then just thought, "Oh, it's gone in." <laughs>
1: yeah, I could have done what Stephen Taylor did. That Stephen Taylor did an example of what I did throughout my whole school football career, which is just watch people walk the ball through me.
2: Yeah, he looked like when you know, in school when I played rugby, I sort of made the token effort. You know, I'd stick a hand out here and there, or I'd, I'd make a short burst of running that seemed like what he was doing he just sort of stuck a leg out and just went the person's gone
1: well I think what he was trying to do was show him you know a a defender is supposed to show the attacker in the direction that you would rather they went. But instead he just
2: showed him some very
1: bad defending. Well, yeah, he showed, but he also just, he seemed to show him directly towards goal. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, no, there's no way I'm going to let you go to the byline. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That I'm showing you directly towards a one-on-one with the keeper, eight yards from goal. Oh, it was just awful. It was embarrassing, and then everybody sort of stood around, like uh, sort of an under-14s team, going, how, "How did that happen? What happened? Whose fault is that?" It was just, it was just awful. Stephen Taylor's career, I think,
1: I tweeted this, I think, has been based predominantly on an ability to shout. Yeah. When it goes yeah. wrong, he looks like he has a lot of
2: passion but what he doesn't have is ability. Everybody thinks that he's like, oh, it's the heart and soul of the team, but he's not the technical ability, and that's the main thing. He's got no... Well, I don't think he's got much heart and soul left either. He had to be
1: brought off at half-time by Rafa, who sort of, to save his blushes, I think said that he wasn't fit. But uh,
2: I think... What? I've just got another text that says... Oh, right. Oh, it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> just carry on with the countdown, Fergus. How far Sorry, is it away? I
1: Sorry, I just got a text that I thought was offering me a hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a joke from my girlfriend. I usually turn my phone off, but I'm in anticipation of Charlie Hunter. Speaking of earning a hundred grand, <laughs> let's get back to Newcastle United players. Oh, uh. so, Stephen Taylor, I mean, what is he on? He probably is on about 60 grand a week, probably. I reckon he got a big contract a few years ago. He's modelled his career on John Terry, I yeah. think. He's always He's always said that he was his idol, John Terry. Right. Okay. And he just doesn't have that.
2: Which era of John Terry, though, the later years? Was well, I think it, he's or? now anticipating. He's modelling his career on a forty five year old John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna be I wanna be future John Terry, that's yeah. what he's
1: after. There was another mistake that he made later on, wasn't there, where he he, he passed the ball back to uh, Darlow, uh, gave him an awful pass back. So he managed to get in at least two mm. horrifically embarrassing. It was quite a slow day for Stephen Taylor.
2: It was quite a quite a bad shift he put in yeah he put in a bad shift I feel very sorry for Darlow I've got to say because he's sort of been thrown into the mix and I think he's dealt admirably with some some big occasions but um, just imagine if we would have had Cruel or something there like a lot of the goals against Norwich I think he potentially could have done better with in fact he definitely could have done better with
1: well we talked about that and a a bit in the last part I thought Darlow made some good saves against Norwich and I thought there was one that You could have sort of blamed him for, but not particularly. Yeah, I don't think you could have blamed him for any of the goals on Saturday.
2: He's sort of been thrown in, and he does look. Well, you're just contradicting yourself there,
1: mate. Because you said if Cruel was in goal, he would have saved them.
2: I think he would have done, but I'm not blaming the young slip of a keeper that we've got in goal. He looks very green. He's you know. He
1: does. He looks a bit like he should be in a boy band.
2: Yeah, or he should at least.
1: Be, like, have been to a failed audition to, For a boy band
2: Yeah he'll be on The Voice in a few years Going I once played for Newcastle United <laughs> <laughs> Potentially um,
1: uh, Speaking of someone Who will one day be able to say I once played for
2: Newcastle United <laughs> Daryl
1: Yamat.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, but he'll say that You know with his head in his hands <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I'm ashamed to say that I
1: once played for Newcastle United Daryl Yenmatt Put in I guess it was unlucky if you could say it was unlucky, he slipped
2: mm, for yeah. the second
1: goal it it seemed like he's just his legs just sort of crumbled underneath him
2: yeah i mean i i he always puts in puts in a shift which I admire him so much for he's I think he's a great player, but with that, it's just one of those things i think where he did slip up he seemed to injure himself as well do you think yeah, that?
1: he just completely it, yeah it was like he'd suddenly fallen down a hole yeah and he injured himself and he had to go off at half time and apparently according to the press he uh, punched a wall right okay at half
2: time broke two of his fingers well I mean it's nice that it's passion but it's another injury yeah it's another injury so <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. thanks Daryl. <laughs>
1: Putting out a, a, a statement to the fans. Look, I have got passion. Yeah. I punched a wall. That's the sort of thing I was thought that teenagers used to do at school when they were like trying to show that they're yeah. upset that their girlfriend had dumped them or something, or they were. It was a way of. Have you
2: never done that? I've I've definitely you know. Got I was thought
1: twats punched walls. It's uh, like a
2: way of showing out. You're right. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's an immediate regret thing. You think you know. And then yeah. do that. I mean, I'm not trying to get in Daryl Yamat's head, yeah. but, uh, I, I, again, I feel a bit sorry for him because he's, like, sort of in a sinking ship throwing buckets of water over the side where yeah. people like Stephen Taylor just, like, run the taps.
1: Here's a thought. What perhaps we could hope is that perhaps
2: him punching a wall is the cover story. What he actually did was punch Stephen Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time, didn't Andy Carroll? Um, had, a, had a fight with Stephen Taylor and... Yeah. Um, and the injuries just show exactly how the fight went because Stephen Taylor had a broken jaw and Andy Carroll had a broken hand. There <laughs> so you go. So what we're learning here is that Steven Taylor has a really hard head. Yeah. It's good because he, he, doesn't, he doesn't avoid that. He gets in the way of the punches. <laughs> so maybe that's... Yeah. Maybe... Yeah. Perhaps he
1: could start getting in the way of the ball.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: And then there was... Uh, we did go 3-0 down, didn't we? Yeah text from Charlie Hunter update have you started (laughs) the answer Charlie is yes if you're listening (laughs) Um, so I won't reply to that because I I need to continue to talk to the Newcastle listener the third we were 3-0 down yeah before the game before uh, we managed to get a look in before we'd taken a shot we were 3-0 down we were 3-0 down on 55 minutes. There was a goal from Wanyama. Yeah. When, at a corner, our players decided to have a little meeting <laughs> yeah. around uh, the near post. And Southampton took advantage of that and played a short co- corner. And before you knew it,
2: we were 3-0 down. I mean, when it rains, it pours. Because there was a slight deflection on that. And I thought, oh, is he going to block that? And it just went further into the corner. And I just... You know, it's just it was just one of those things. By that point, the game is kind of gone, I think. We're one of those teams where if we don't go up, then we're bound to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, we really are. We're one of those teams who
1: will endeavour to lose the game as quickly as
2: possible. <laughs> yeah. um, and then it's kind of gone. I mean, it was nice to see Andros Townsend do what I expected him to do since he's been signed. Is do those sort of mazy runs with you know a shot at the end and flying top corner and stuff, but it's just well
1: he specialises in in doing that successfully in games where we're already three or four <laughs> nil down because yeah. he did that against Chelsea as well, right? Um, yeah, he does have an ability to like we've said sometimes complain about he does have an, an a tendency to just turn inside and shoot, but every now and again it does go right, yeah will we be seeing in that in the championship from Townsend remains to be seen our last four games against Southampton at St Mary's the cumulative score is (laughs) 13-1 to Southampton (laughs)
2: that's what that's what it felt like on Saturday (laughs) it
1: felt a bit like 13-1 yeah so, I'll, I'll go right in there. Here he is. He's here. It's Charlie Hunter, <laughs> dressed as a French exchange student. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, Charlie?
0: It's what the team
1: needs. Yeah, it's what the team needs. Another French player. Yeah. Sorry, it's a joke that the listener can't join in on, but uh, I guess it's because he was wearing a colourful backpack yeah. and glasses. Well, you'll be pleased to know that we've got... We're approaching the end of A summary of the actual game Versus Southampton Did you see the game, Charlie? No,
0: no, no, no I didn't see the game <laughs> You didn't see the
1: game? No, no Okay The times when you do appear on the pod- podcast
0: Always seem to unfortunately coincide With times when you haven't mm. seen the game Yeah, no, no, no okay. I've seen I've, I've, You know, I've seen enough I mean, not, not, I, I would have watched it uh, I had Sunday off randomly So I watched the Leicester game But I didn't uh, Didn't catch the tune I've, okay. I've seen the last couple games though
1: Right Did you see the highlights of the game? No Okay well me and Russell Continue to talk about the
0: game For a moment (laughs) Actually do you know what I tell a lie I did watch the game On Cody But the They've changed the thingy So now it looks like You're watching Like an acid trip you know, that thing where, like, every time they change camera angle. That's why I don't remember watching it. I actually did watch the match, but it was right. so... It looked like it was Minecraft on, on acid. Welcome back to the podcast, Charlie Hunter. <laughs> there's, there's, I literally did watch the game. There's this
1: there's, yeah. there's sort of uh, punditry uh, that Charlie provides. He, he remembers <laughs> that you watched the game. Okay. Were you on acid, potentially, when you watched it? Oh, mate, I mm. wish. Just wish. At
0: work on Saturday. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, uh... You did see it. We've already addressed Stephen Taylor's appalling performance. Mm. We've uh, we've got as far. We've addressed Daryl Yamat punching a wall at half time. Apparently, <laughs> we've addressed uh, uh, we've addressed the third goal from Wanyama. We've talked about Townsend's uh, ability to score goals when the cause is lost. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, you mentioned before the podcast that your
2: hairdresser had a scoop. Yeah, um, he said that Rafa had to take someone off because he didn't want to play. (laughs) Um, That's what your hairdresser said? I'm not sure who that was. Just look at all the Newcastle players and see who's got a fresh haircut, and um, that'll be the one. Okay, well, it was obviously (laughs)
1: either Jan, Matt... Or Steven. Taylor. I feel like
0: they—they—that they, they, was representative of. They must have been representing the whole team, though. Realistically, I
2: mean, they were speaking for everyone. Well, they looked like they didn't really want to be there. I mean, yeah, I've never—I've
0: never seen such a high-caliber manager take over like such a quote-unquote
2: potential team and just have zero. I it, think it, it's
0: unbelievable.
2: In the future, that'll be the answer to a pub quiz question. You know, like yeah. um, what what club, what premiership club did Rafa Benitez, Real Madrid, <laughs> Liverpool and Newcastle for <laughs> three months?
1: <laughs> but Charlie, just to clarify, you just said that you were saying that it was a team that had potential and Rafa hasn't made a difference. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, I, I, in, I used air quotes, obviously the listeners can't see, but I said, you know, it's on, on paper potential. Potential, it's a potential potential. Right. But not.
1: you're saying that Rafa hasn't made a
0: difference. I and I like I, you know, we were talking percentages as to what, when every every come up in on. We talked about what what we believe the percentages they'll go down. Yes, and I think. um since I've been on the podcast before, for me, it's been about 95%. I mean, I know we said 50-50, we said 50-50 that, that time, but since then, I just, there's no, to, in my mind, this team was always going to either get out by the hair of their chin, which I would like to say, I do actually think is possible. It, yeah. I do actually think, like, I'd be, I, I, yeah, I guess I would be shocked if they stayed up, but it is possible. I think they could stay up. Okay. You managed to say about but,
1: five different
0: Sorry. Yeah, no, there. I just think um, um, they, it, it, this team was always going to, yeah.
1: Okay. So, okay, I'm trying to pitch down what you actually just said. <laughs> you said about four different things. So, you think we're 95% down? Yeah. Right, okay. But we might, by the hair of our chin, <laughs> a new phrase on me. <laughs> there's, okay, there's, yeah. we,
0: were real, we were a little bit unlucky that I think Norwich play Sunderland. That's, that's really unlucky because there's guaranteed points for one of those teams or both of them. Um, Uh, Other than that, because with the game in hand, that's literally the only reason why, I think, because we have a game in hand. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I was at 90% on the last podcast, I guess, because the situation, in a sense, hasn't changed this weekend. We're still shit, but everyone's still on the same points, because both Norwich and Sunderland lost at the weekend. So the point differential is the same. It just so happens that we're a game closer to the end of the season, which means we've got less time. Ross, what percentage chance do you think we have of going down? (sighs)
2: Um, It looks very likely. Now, I'm going to be a bit more optimistic and say 80%. 80%. 80%. I mean... You know, we could pull off something where we win all our remaining games, uh, but I genuinely can't see that happening unless we, I don't know, somehow have a sort of Mighty Ducks team talk at What do point. you guys
0: think is the best possible result for the, the Canaries with Sunderland? What do you think?
1: Well, because we have to overtake both teams, I think it won't, we need them to draw. Yeah. Because if either... That, that's the yeah. smallest spread yeah. of points mm. yeah. so you know if either team gets three points then that just is going to increase their uh, but if one
0: know, of them had to win I guess Sunderland if one of them yeah. had to win it would be yeah, a Sunderland yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah draw that's what I thought but
1: yeah. yeah but yeah I'd be, I'd be looking for a draw personally after the game did either of you hear the the comments from Jamel LaSalle I've, I've read them. You've read them, yeah. Mm. I, I I heard them on Five Live, and I've got them written up here. On Five Live... Uh, I've heard a few different pronunciations of his name, actually. Can, can you do them in Jamal. a French accent? Can I do them in a French accent? Yeah. Well, he's from Nottingham, but, oh, I mean, okay. if he wants me to, I can do it in <laughs> a French accent. No, no I, I, yeah. Um,
2: do it in a, a Nottingham accent?
1: I've always struggled with a Nottingham accent. <laughs> which is why... Shane Meadows has never employed (laughs) Uh, me. I'm trying to find the comments here. But basically, uh, Jamel or LaSalle dug out the team. He, he, He had a go at everyone, saying that we didn't have enough heart. Here are the comments. We had Steve McLaren, who... I'm not doing the Nottingham accent. Okay. We had Steve McLaren, who is a great manager, and now we've got Rafa Benitez, who is a great manager, so it's clearly not that. It's the players, and we have to take full responsibility. It's ourselves who need to change it and not the manager. Personally, as a member of this team, I think we need to play with more heart. You know we've got flair players, tricky players, players with loads of talent, but we need more heart. We need more desire. We need bigger characters on the pitch. I think he's sort of saying we need me <laughs> maybe there but uh, I think
2: hats off to him in a way it's a shame it has to be the. I like that but I want names Jermaine <laughs> <laughs> well I think it's
1: clear who he's talking about pretty much everyone else on the pitch it, he's talking about but if he says we have flair players I guess he's talking about people like Sissoko or Wijnaldum yeah. And a lot of flaky number tens up front who yeah, aren't.
2: Ronaldo's sort of gone missing recently. Very much so. Ronaldo's really gone missing. I think
0: um, it, it. There was what well, I guess some shtick for not for no one else coming up and saying this sooner. But I, I feel like um, there's not this team just does not have the molecules. Like there's just they're not they don't have the makeup. There's no. I don't think there's any amount of like team talks or any kind of press conferences that are going to.
1: Well, they don't have. You're saying they don't have leaders.
0: You've already got it. Either. I mean, like that, that team that went up and with Nolan and, and Barton, that wasn't pretty, but they could just win football games.
1: Yeah, it was the same thing that went down. Mm. But I know what you mean. There was some. There was some uh, bottle. Yeah, there were some leaders in that team. It transpired when they actually were in the championship, but it doesn't look like there are now from the sound of LaSalle I mean I haven't seen him do he looks like he's got potential as a defender but yeah. I haven't seen him do anything look yeah. amazing uh, but he sounds like someone who maybe in the championship you might want as one of the the leaders in the squad. Well, I think that's even an, a potential captain, I don't know.
2: That might be an upside to being relegated is that we have a lot of ch- championship standard players. <laughs> so we've already built the team. We've already got it. Yeah. We've um, been preparing
1: for the championship for some time. you <laughs> could say uh, apparently LaSalle when he got sent off in the 3-0 defeat at Everton when he was walked, walking off, he said to himself no one gives a fuck. <laughs> referencing the team. <laughs> right, okay. Right? So he's obviously exasperated yeah. with the team. Apparently, uh, there were some angry words at half time. But no
0: one's actually showing anything on the pitch. So. It must be awful to, to be in the team. It mu- it, like the, the atmosphere, like to just have to go and play and just know that the paycheck that you're receiving to play those games, it must be awful. Because yeah, I don't know. Like the the, the thing that Shearer said, it didn't it didn't really hit me. really, because I've I've been really optimistic. Actually, I think like I think the championship will be good for us. I think Benito, I've got a th- conspiracy theory that Benitez will stay. We'll keep most of the players. We'll get rid of some of the prima donnas, and we'll come back up. But I think when Shira, when Shearer did say that it was the same back two, uh, the centre backs that played when he when he was managing the team, I was just like that said it all to me. The fact that hasn't signed they haven't signed two new. Different, like it's just well, they have signed some, I mean, but that's true. The yeah, fact that like, we've still
1: got Colaccini and Stephen well, Taylor seven as, years on, as I mean, sometimes first choice defenders is an appalling state of affairs. So, you reckon Benitez will
0: stay. Yeah, I think I think it. I think because he's going to get total control. I think there's. I think he'll bring in some Spanish players. I think Perez will stay. I think Mitrovic will stay. I think they'll all kind of have sort of barnstorming seasons the way the likes of Andy Carroll. I think they'll get rid of Sissoko. The
1: like, do you mean like Andy Carroll did last time?
0: Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, like in, in the championship. But and, and like, I think the question becomes like, are there some like Tiote, for instance? I'd have been like, please, I'll carry him. Or, you know, I'll carry him out of the Newcastle myself. But now he might be quite a valuable player it's a weird thing because like you want to have players that will know how to win and bring them straight back up But at the same time let's not use this opportunity to not blood youth let's bring in the young players let's do you know let's create that next Leicester City like we've got loads of youth players that could right. potentially like it's not, like, you know
1: I just—I'm always struggling to work out what you're saying. <laughs> Cause I'm you saying said, that because it's, it's you just said that it's interesting. We should keep
0: have Teoti in this. I'm saying squad it's going to be. I'm saying for like you. he. I think Benitez is the is the the kind of wizard that will know will have the wisdom of exactly how many players to keep as the journeyman, and how many like new youth post to blood and who to bring in from Europe right. and the okay. signings if he's got total control I just it's just the the, the careful wordings they used when they signed him he said he's just recently been quoted as saying he wanted to stay for a long time uh, he just doesn't seem to have the attitude of someone who's going to be off I think the Sp- I think the Spanish manager to your position thing was a bit of a red herring I think that's just a media thing uh, I do I think he'll stay but Okay, Ross, do you reckon
2: Benitez will stay? I, I don't think he'll <laughs> no, 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 no. I think he'll I think he'll go on to sort of greener pastures straight away. Um because he's already it, basically said he'll go. Because he said because 'cause he's got the claws in clause in the clause. written in. I mean and also I just think it's a waste of time on everybody's part if he stays because like I mean, championship is by its like by its nature like quite a lottery. Like you can go uh, like place People can go anywhere and lose. It seems you know you can. It's quite even, I think, in the championship. And he he can go off and manage anybody he wants. Like why would he go and you know go to Doncaster Rovers on a well we talk, Tuesday night?
1: Well, we talked about uh, well apparently he loves football a lot. So yeah. Tuesday, what day it is? I don't think matters. <laughs> um, he uh, we talked about this on the last podcast and. I was making the case that maybe he might stay just because we're constantly told how much he wants to manage in England and there might not be any, certainly not any top jobs available in England yeah. any of the top clubs right now.
0: I, I just think that, like, who, uh, Sissoko for me and Yanma are gone. I think everyone else would stay, that we want to stay.
1: I've, the, uh, we were going through the players on the last podcast I'm pretty sure Eldon's off yeah
0: he's uh, yeah, I don't know he's I think a he's Adam who else? I think Kruhl I think Tim, Kruhl, Tr- though. Tim even, even after going. the injured season no you,
1: you potentially he might end up that's what I mean if you start say, actually
0: going down player by player it, it isn't that clear like it, on the surface it's quite easy to say they'll all be off but actually
1: I agree that they won't all be off but I feel that we're just sort of repeating old ground because we. But look at the players the that would podcast. stay, like
0: Mitrovic, Aaron's. Like there'd be some really talented players to go, to, um, you know. But the question is, will they stay? I mean, I would, I would. Had they played really well, but we just were unlucky to go down. I think it'd be a different story.
1: I would love for Mitrovic to stay. I think we'll be.
0: We're broke as well, which means the players buying them from us are going to have to pay through the nose. Ashley won't budge. According to Ashley, we're stone broke. No. <laughs> he said the wind, there's no more money left that's what he said
1: no he didn't don't said he, we're just made it's just been announced that we just made a 30 million pound profit
0: yeah but that's that's okay then we don't make the Premier League money though so true okay
1: well I don't know I don't know who will, some will have to go because we'll have to get rid of their wages but
0: we'll see you guys who, saw that news story though right where he said there's no money in the bank we spent it all in January
1: is that what he said okay great
0: Ross, who
2: do you think's off? I think I definitely think Ronaldo will go. I would think that the, the thing is we have a lot of players who are sort of on the fringe of like international football, and they're further from the fringe now that they play at Newcastle. But they will be out of it completely when they play in the Championship. So I think mm. a lot of them will go. I think Shelby, Townsend, are sort of you know there or thereabouts. Um, I I would say Sissoko is sort of always knocking on the door of the French national team. Um so we're gonna have a whole new spine of our team and it's we was I think we were so lucky to bounce back up the way we did last time. We sort of it was a we we found a steady manager and Chris Hutton straight away and we just game after game we built and um we found players from the academy like Andy Carroll, um what was his name Best? Was what was his first name? Oh yeah. Oh yeah Leon. Leon, Best. He, Leon was, Best, he was great. They were just, there was a lot, we had a lot of luck. Whereas I think that potentially this time we could go down and find ourselves caught there for a few seasons. Um, you know, like the Fulhams or the, you know, other teams like that.
1: We'll see. I'd like to think that but we'll go I'd love, back up. I would but.
2: love for Rafa to stay. I think that would be great and it would... Uh, it would mean that he loves the club, even. Because like, I think he, do, he does, because he wears that badge. Every time he wears that little badge, I think, ah, oh, he likes Newcastle. Yeah, but Jeremy Hunt wears a little NHS badge <laughs> <laughs> as well. Does I
0: also Hunt am Hunt just looking forward to like, a different Newcastle team that plays hard and is yeah. interesting to watch. That's, I mean, like maybe they don't go straight back up. I think probably they will, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see.
1: We will see... It would be great if Rafa stayed, but I think most of us are in agreement that that's unlikely. We've got uh, we've had some contact from the uh, Newcastle Natter listenership, and uh, here's uh, a question from Chris, also known as at Sugar Wookie, who's listening <laughs> in Canberra. Australia. Wow. Impressive. That is mm. impressive. Th- mm. uh, assuming we are relegated, I am at 98%. Yeah. Which managers would you approach to take over, assuming Rafa the Gaffer leaves?
2: Firstly, I really like Rafa the Gaffer. As a uh, line. Yeah, I hope As they call him that in the next Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which managers? Who would you be That's going difficult. for? difficult. Um, immediately Chris points out that the best
1: coach in the league is available too, Mr. Carver, John Carver. Is oh. He is available.
0: He is available. Oh, God. Uh, I think that's unlikely, luckily. I mean, Nigel Pearson? Joking
2: here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nigel Pearson? It's not a bad shout, Charlie. I think there's a lot of talk of him getting the Villa job. He has worked for Newcastle before. I worry that Nigel Pearson is just a little bit too psychologically unwell to be in charge of our football club. He's a bit mental. He's capable of quite a
2: rant. We want somebody more in the vein of a Claudio Ranieri, sort of like, we're all a team, we've got to work together, rather than a sort of Sam Allardyce, let's fight our way out of this you know I just think uh, that's what we need to instill from this is like so Leicester the way the reason that they're doing so well is that they're just a team every time one of them scores seven or eight of them will run and congratulate it whereas with us when a goal goes in it's sort of all individuals with their head down and so we need a manager who's going to love them a bit for
1: engender a team spirit
2: yes we need Kevin Keegan (laughs)
1: Uh, Paul Doolan said that he, he was involved on Twitter when this question was asked by Sugar Wookiee. He uh, suggested uh, David Moyes for manager. That's who he'd go for. Okay, yeah. I think that's a good shot.
2: But would he want to?
0: That's the question. Do you think we'd get David Moyes, Charlie?
2: Uh,
0: I think we could try. I'd, I'd I don't know. That's... Only because we're Newcastle. I mean, mm. only
2: because we're quote-unquote big that we'd have a chance. I, I'm going to throw something out there and you can throw it right back if you want. G-Nev. G-Nev.
0: G-Nev.
1: Short for, we presume, Gary Neville.
0: Yeah. g <laughs> Neesy. Yeah.
1: Is that a serious suggestion? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> I think it would be great.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, he didn't do well in Spain, did he? But
0: it's... it's
2: why whole, would you it's not a different can game. I just ask. Why
0: <laughs> would why would you pick your first managerial job? Well, I guess he's I don't know, he's in the England setup maybe isn't he? I don't know. But why would you choose a foreign language as your first team? It baffles my boggles my mind. Well,
1: I think he was offered and his brother was already involved. Alright. So he had the offer and he he thought he'd be stupid not to go for it and I I think fair enough, but it didn't work out
2: for him. I mean You I, never know. As a pundit He's spot on every time. Now that has got a transfer in some way. I mean, I honestly, he's probably going to be a great manager. We need to start taking some risks because we've gone for. I mean, he hasn't really had a chance to do anything. But Rafa Benitez was like, "Okay, well, this is going to steady the ship," and it hasn't. So I think that we just need to we throw everything at the wall now. And why not? So hang on, you mean when we're in the championship? You don't mean sat Rafa now and get Gary Neville? (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's a bold move, Fergus. Ross, is that what you were actually saying? (laughs) No, it's not what I'm saying. Right, okay. It's not (laughs) what I'm actually saying. Okay. Um, I just, yeah, that... that, (laughs) For me, that would would be... It would be uh, potentially somebody unproven. I don't think we necessarily have to go for somebody who's going to, you know, like a big name or anything.
1: Well, Gary Neville's a pretty big name, but I see what you're saying. Mm. Going for somebody who's... I know exactly what you mean but I worry that getting Gary Neville would be a bit like saying we're a club who you start out with to learn the ropes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I would rather be more ambitious than
2: that <laughs> you know? yeah it's not going to get harder than this so you know this is one that's going to blood you yeah I'd, okay, but who yeah you, I don't who know would you go I,
1: for then well, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, Dave Watson pointed out that it's hard to say because you don't know who's actually going to be available. Well, I guess I would like David Moyes if we could get him. I would like him as manager.
2: And I also Rafa think went, that there's something in uh, somebody who played the game... And played it quite recently. I think that that's quite. I think that's a good a good thing to have for a team. Well, most football Eddie managers Eddie Howe is doing a great job. I know, but I mean, not in the seventies when you know you could like have a fag in the dressing room or anything. Right. Someone who you mean like a young manager? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe there is a case for that.
0: Yeah. There's quite. That's been mo- like. I think most of the successful teams recently have had younger managers. It is true. Louis van Gaal seems to be. <laughs>
1: van Gaal seems to be showing up for being a bit too old
2: for it exactly he just tries to get his team all horny
1: I don't know we'll see I mean there's who else is there Brendan Rodgers
2: yeah that's been suggested hasn't it I mean I think he might be another sort of Steve McLaren really yeah it's all about yeah it's all about just building now like uh, Potcino you take your time and you build a team and you add depth and then you know in a few years time you challenge for things But that's why I think Rafa will us. stay
0: because I think he'll see the project and the possibilities if he's given total control
2: yeah but
0: he's the, he can draw he might, such players to I think sign. he'll have
1: more appetising projects available to him than a team that's yeah. just been relegated to the championship and has Lee Charnley as your boss uh, well
0: they need to gut the, the, the biggest thing I think has been the scouting obviously <laughs> that's the fact that Graham Carr uh, you know what he gave his resignation or like um, what do you call it designed his resignation and they said no Mike Ashley was like no 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 wait till the end of the year is Why? that true that's something else I hadn't heard Graham Carr handed yeah, Graham's him his resignation offered to resign yeah to Mike Ashley around the, I think the around, around where the did you of, hear of that from? Ross's hairdresser <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> he does a nice cuticle massage. No, I don't know. I saw it. It's been. It's in. I don't know. It's in, okay. it's in the headlines. All right. Same way, place where I get the Shearer news and the Fat Mob app. I don't know. It's, it's in the news, um, and that to me is the rot. That's the you know because you can. I don't think you can play Mike Ashley anymore. I, don't, I mean, I think he's you know he's being led by idiots,
2: and I just think the scouting's been all wrong. Obviously, other people, players were signed. The team's not in a good way. Yeah, because yeah, cool. there's building, and then there's having to demolish a place before you start building which is exactly what a bit you know I think it's quite a daunting job to take
1: well I'll just acknowledge on behalf of all the listeners who just uh, exploded at hearing that it's not that Mike Ashley isn't to blame um, <laughs> but I think it is right that the first thing he needs to do this summer
0: is get rid of Lee Charnley and Graham Carr. Well he's not good. Mike Ashley's not going anywhere so it's pissing that's in true. the wind to get upset about Mike Ashley yeah. anymore.
1: Okay that's probably true. Uh, Chris also asked are there any players you try to bring in to make an attempt to bounce back in one season including lone players like Bigger Ramana and Adam Armstrong. I would certainly want Adam Armstrong in the team if we were in the championship. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, we'll see. I would expect Adam, uh, Jose and Mitrovic to be the the kind of triumvirate. That's what I would expect. Well, that
1: would be great, but I think both Perez and Mitrovic are players that could definitely potentially be off.
0: Yeah. Well, my whole thing is contingent on Rafa, though. If Rafa stays, I think, then you keep those players. If he doesn't, then it's... okay. Well, I think we're getting towards
1: the end of the podcast. We've already got the percentages. We, our next game is against Swansea at home. Fortress St. James's.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, Ross, yes. what do you think will happen? I'm a perpetual optimist, so I think we will win 2-1 it will be a hard fought victory Mitrovic will get the winner the tune will go mental do you really think that no no. I think we'll lose (laughs) no Uh, yeah yeah why not I think we'll win 2-1 okay
1: Charlie
2: Uh, would do would do would do
0: for a win I think look my, my, my gut the team I watch doesn't tell me anything that likely that they're going to win, but my, my kind of footballing instincts say we're kind of due for a win, so I think we might, we might win 2-1 or 1-0.
1: Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like... Well, you guys aren't on regularly, but I feel like we do this every week. We, we talk about how shit this football club is, how shit this football team is, how shit our most recent appearance is, and then we do the predictions and we go I think we'll win this (laughs) to be fair and every time we're proved wrong
0: if I'd been on the last few weeks I'd have said a loss every time I haven't expected them to win the last that's why I think they might win just only
2: because we've lost so many times recently. so what you're saying Fergus is that we if we all have a negative prediction this time then maybe it might go the other way
1: Maybe I don't know. I'm going to trying to think that the Newcastle Natter podcast has zero effect <laughs> on the players. I don't know if they've subscribed or not. They all
2: listen to it. Yeah. Listen to it. Stephen, so. the heart and soul Taylor, is listening to it right now. <laughs> okay, well if you are listening, Stephen, stay at home. Please stay
1: in on Saturday. Yes. Okay. Just watch, watch, the
0: game on Soccer Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> They've got, they have sleepless nights. They, they just, they want to know what we're going to say. Mm.
1: Charlie, what's his name on Soccer Saturday? What's the old champion, Charlie
2: Nicholas? Charlie,
1: is that who is? You know the old yeah. Scottish yeah, guy. I mean. He said that he he was watching the Newcastle game and thought he was watching the worst. Yeah, I saw that. Premiership football team. Yeah, of all time. I
2: mean, in a season when Aston
1: Villa are playing, that's probably not true, but I think
2: we're close to that. I think it's hard to disagree. It's sort of all capitulated.
1: I think Aston Villa are definitely worse than that, and for that I'm truly grateful.
2: I mean, our story all starts from when Alan Pardew left, which is the weirdest thing to go, oh, we started to fail when Alan Pardew left.
1: You need to be thankful that Dave Watson isn't in. Why? Because he would rip you to shreds at that sentence. Yeah,
2: every time I'd bring up, yeah. Why? Alan Pardew. Because
1: our record with Alan Pardew was appalling.
2: Yeah, but we weren't facing relegation. Well, we were on our way. Uh, I don't know about that.
1: Wow, okay. Be grateful that Dave Watson isn't here. Speaking of Dave Watson... He's tweeted Both Sunes and Allardyce have said That the Newcastle crowd make it difficult For players to perform at home
2: Apparently they've said that I don't think you can blame the crowd Me neither Yeah that's What's the alternative? Just don't show up Look be quiet boys You're making it very difficult for them to play Play at like Metro Arena I don't know Yeah like it's such a stupid Yeah. Yeah
1: Well they find it difficult to play away from home as well Yeah
2: We've had they just find it difficult to play football. They play period. Find it difficult to play football. They so. do
0: look particularly unlike a football team. You watch them play, like the way they pass themselves is just weird.
1: Barcelona have a basketball team and a handball team as well. So perhaps
2: we need to start branching out into other sports. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll find what they're good at. You know, they were always destined to play yeah. snooker.
1: To get a pub quiz team. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much for
2: stepping in Ross Smith Thanks mate I enjoyed and it Say that again I enjoyed it Oh good Okay, oh, so did I, I didn't enjoy that Hostile <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's
1: that? <laughs> Sorry what's that? And thank you Charlie Hunter
2: <sighs> Thank you very much
0: And uh,
1: See you next week Hang in there guys <laughs> There's other things Than football If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for The Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at
0: thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one.
2: This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.